Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode, what is this, seven? I think it's seven. It seven. seven. Of it's about Bravo. Uh, I'm awesome. Zach. I'm Modesto. And we're coming here. to you from a different state. Yes. <laughs> Guys, Mo is in New York City. I'm back home in New York. We had a lot of technical difficulties today. So if you hear any sound issues, bear with us. It's my first, I've been back for two days after being gone for a few months. So chaotic um, is not even a way to begin to describe it, but it I'm was, driving chaos. It was so much. I like call Mo, like we're like getting ready to like do the podcast and Mo's like, uh, Zach, like I just plugged my mic into my computer and my computer just went black, it just crashed. And I was like, it not this. Of Not course, like, my spiritual crystal self is, like, Mercury's in retrograde. That's why it happened for sure. No, that's 100% why it happened. I think so, too. I'm going to retry it again tomorrow, and then we'll see. We'll, re- we'll come back to this. Yeah, so Mo and I are going to be doing the podcast from two different states. I will be in Cleveland, and Mo is in New York. Uh, maybe one day we'll both be in the same city, and maybe it won't be Midwest. Maybe it will be the Big Apple, but we yes. will see. <laughs> we've, been, we've been manifesting this, so... Let's hope it happens. Big things are coming. Big things are coming. Um, Forgive me if I sound gross. Uh, I have a little bit of a head cold. I think Modesto gave it to me last week. (laughs) I was going to say, I think I'm the one that gave it to you. But, you know, here we are. It's been going around. I I feel like I'm still a little bit sick, too. It's like this, like, sore throat, like, weird. It's like, but it's only in my head. Like, it's only... I don't know. Yeah, it's like but, no other body parts, but I, I felt the same. So I definitely did give it to you. My sister was feeling the same way yesterday, and we were just like, what the heck? And I was like, wow, I stopped wearing my mask. Like, this past weekend was the first time I didn't wear a mask in a grocery store. And I was like, wow, I took off my mask. I wasn't wearing my mask in a Kroger. And then I got, a, a Kroger, like, a freaking right? sinus infection. So. so I've not been wearing a mask, like, at all the stores here. And I've been getting, like, the dirtiest looks. And I'm like, okay, but, like, the CDC said, and, like, I'm vaccinated. So now I have to wear one here in the store. I went to Zara today, and people were giving me the death stare. And I was oh, like, oh, my gosh. Fuck. <laughs> okay. All right. So let's get into uh, our little segment. Uh, we just named it That's Our Opinion. And- <laughs> so. We're going to talk about some things that went on in the Bravo world this week. Uh, some things that are airing that we're not like recapping. Um, so our first topic is we're going to talk about family karma. We didn't get to talk about it last week uh, because we were recording the podcast, but the premiere of family karma was last week. Uh, it's season two and guys, the premiere was everything. I, I am still need to cast. watch. I'm obsessed with the show. I loved the first season. I will say I'm going to give it like maybe two or three episodes so I can binge, but I've been a busy gal, but I love this fucking cast so much. It's such a great cast. And they also, I love how they incorporate like the aunties and like the parents and stuff. And it's just like such a, it's such a well-rounded cast. You literally have a different personality for everybody. And I'm just obsessed with, I'm obsessed with it. I love Bali. I love Anisha. Uh, Amrit and Brian, Monica, like I love the whole cast, but the aunties are my freaking favorite part. Like Auntie Lopa, like that kills me. And then, so I just watched episode two tonight. It was another great episode. The season is fantastic. Uh, they're really like they have a new cast member, Dylan, who is like the he's a gay, right? Yeah, he's like a little twinky. 
Twinky twink. <laughs> you know, I love a twink. You love a twink. <laughs> oh, I'm ready. He's um, hot. He, yeah, he is a cutie, but he is very much like bringing like that drama. It's so funny because he's like, he's Sean's brother. And like, I felt like Sean was like really like boring last season. I was like, why is he like a full-time cast member? But like this season, he's really like bringing it. But like Dylan is like spicing up the drama a little bit. He's like, you'll watch Mo, like definitely like, dive into it because it's yeah i'm gonna dive into and i also need to dive into shaw's which i need to i love that show me too um yeah i need to dive into shaw's but this season of family karma guys don't let this flop okay that is my opinion on family karma don't let it flop it is so good it's such a good bravo show it's only like just getting started you have like a season with like 10 episodes to like yeah i think it was like eight episodes and not even a reunion so binge it guys yeah get on that all right, so let's get to topic number two, which is the Real Houses of Miami reboot. Okay, we finally have an idea of what this cast is going to look like and what it's shaping up as. Uh, Mo, I know that you have been really, really, really paying attention to I've this. Been, I've been feet on the ground. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> I loved Miami Housewives when it first aired. I watched every episode. So coming back, we have returning cast members, Larsa Pippen, Alexia, um, Lisa, and Adriana, who were like, the messiest uh joanna probably and Leah are were also as messy but they're not coming back which i don't think anyone wanted them to come back um uh, marisol but, is like she's been spotted filming too marisol is not going to be on any camera she'll be in the back like sipping on a fucking cocktail no she was like, no she's gonna definitely <laughs> be like a friend she's gonna be like a friend of i think so then we have five possible newbies one of them is probably not rubio who is like an insanely huge mexican star like this bitch is iconic she's on x factor too Really? Yeah, she was a judge on X Factor. She's a huge, huge Mexican celebrity. I'm like shocked that she's there. Wait, what's like, her name? Paulina Rubio. Paulina Rubio. Paulina Rubio. Oh, uh, yeah, Rubio. she's massive. If you like grew up in a Spanish household, like that was into drama and mess, she was always on the Spanish. Like they have like these uh, they're like e news version, which is like they just talk about the drama. She was always on there. Oh my gosh! Now I'm really excited. I just uh, actually watched my like Housewives of Miami during quarantine, I think, because I had never seen it. Yeah, I remember you were watching it and we were texting a lot about it. And this is before there was even like rumors that it was coming back. Yeah, that, yeah. I, I was just like bored. I was just like, I need like another Housewives season to watch. And I had never watched it when it aired and I loved it. So I'm really excited, especially like season? since it's got like a Latin flair to it. Like I'm really- yeah, We need some Latinas in Bravo. Um, 100%. For sure. So there's like five cast members that are being, I guess, tested as either like new housewives or friend dubs. But my question is like, how much money does Peacock have? Because are they going to have like seven full-time housewives when New York has five? That's what I was like kind of curious about. But then at the same time, I'm like, they're really putting a lot of money into Peacock. Right, exactly. And they want it to be a big streaming service with this whole like streaming war. So I mean, I wish it was on regular Bravo, but I'm really fucking excited. Uh, the four cast members returning were shot, were shooting last night, and they were like on their Instagram stories. And they look good. Like, Alexia, they look good. Like, Mama, Alexia, they look good. Alexia looked so good. And uh, Larsa, like, they all looked really good. Um, so- Larsa, I'm excited for Larsa because she's like messy now. She like wasn't on her first season on the show. She was boring as hell. So uh, I'm very excited. The first season of Miami is the weirdest fucking housewife season i think i've ever seen like tell me if you guys remember this like every single episode each wife had to like host a dinner 
Like it was, it felt like it didn't feel like housewives. It felt like a weird, like I can't even describe it. Each one had a hosted dinner, had the wives like learn how to cook and stuff. And it was just like, I think it was like, it was sold as like a different show. Like a lot of like Roni was sold as Manhattan moms or like, you know, they were all sold. OC was behind the gates. Yeah. Yeah. It was all a different show. And then like Bravo would buy them out. But I mean, I'm excited for it nonetheless. And I think that we need some Latin housewives. And I hope that they bring the mess that they did in like season two when Adriana slapped the shit out of Joanna. I posted that on the uh, Instagram today and was living for that clip. It's so, that's such a good clip. I love that. Joanna, you need to butt out. You need to butt out. (laughs) Mind your business, butt out. And then she smacks the shit out of her. She smacks the shit out of her. You didn't need to butt the fuck out. Like, mama, wasn't your fight. Okay, Roman, though? Roman's hot. Roman's hot. I feel like I've watched him on, like, men.com before. Yeah, 100%. (laughs) You're gay, you know, that callback. Do you hear me, Mo? That's, like, the third time I've said 100% in only the intro. I say, guys, I've, like, been listening back to the podcast, and I, like, you know, when you just hear your, like, tick, like, what you say all the time, like, and I say 100% to everything. But I'm it's like, so funny because I don't think I've ever heard you say that in, like, real life. No. <laughs> I don't know why I keep saying that. I'm like, 100%. 100%. You guys mm-hmm. go back to, like, the first episode. I say for sure about a million fucking times. And I don't really say that that much either. No. It's weird when you're recording yourself and you're, like, listening back on it. But it's like, for sure. For, for sure. sure. But, for like, sure. for sure. Like, No. All right. So uh, our next little uh, topic of conversation is the Real Housewives of Orange County. Okay, so we're finally gearing up for season 16. Contracts, contracts have went out. Who do we think so is coming did they back? Go out? Did the contracts go out or are they going out? I heard, I heard that they're going out next week. Okay, so they're probably like still going over them with certain people. So the T is that Heather and Tamara return. Which is what we need. It's so every we year we kind of get some, like, there's some buzz, like, Heather might come back, Heather might come back every fucking year since she's left. But I think this is the first time that, like, publications are picking it up, the main Bravo pages are tweeting about it. So I think that it's more than a wish, how we've always been, like, wishing and hoping for her to come back. I feel like she might it's actually got some, come back. It's got some legs to stand on. That's, there's, there's some legs to stand on, for sure. Which I'm, for like, sure. I've been, like, watching, like, old OC, and I was like, God, like, what was wrong with me? Like, why did, like, I understood. Okay. Actually, no, I understood why, like my like dislike for Tamra, but she is needed. Like she is like, I was just watching the season where she like is first starting to date Eddie and she like gets in the bathtub. Oh my God. That scene. Cringe. And I'm just like, I'm like, he's like, you, Eddie's like, are you naked? <laughs> like, yes. But, like, we need, like, Heather and Tamara back. Oh, and, I wouldn't, and I wouldn't mind seeing Vicky pop in every now and then. Okay, I don't want to see Vicky. This is what I think the cast should be. It should be Heather. It should be Tamara. I think that Shannon should be back. Okay, shoot me. I think that Kelly should be back as well. I think Gina should be back. I think I never want to see Emily or Elizabeth on my television again. I think that maybe Bronwyn should come back. And then I think we need one to two more new women. Yeah, I think that's a, I think that's a pretty solid cast. But like, uh, so as we're going to discuss this week, make sure that they're not like just one woman of color, so this conversation doesn't keep on happening. I'm so over it. I'm so over it because it's hard to watch. Teachable moments. It's very hard to watch. It's uncomfortable. Kelly is like half Mexican, I believe, but we as Hispanics don't claim her. Anyways, no, no. She, 
it like kind of like what Christy said last week was like Kelly is like the worst of the worst, but you have to admit, like, and she said some like pretty fucked up stuff, but like it's good TV. I'm not making any I want to see Heather Eastwood for her. Fuck up. Yes. I, yeah, I, I was just watching like that one clip when like she's at the sushi restaurant. It's like the sushi party, and Heather's like, This is oh low my God, base bullshit. Not okay. This is low face bullshit. And I am not doing this. Kelly. And then um, <laughs> she's like, uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, I love you. I, I, I never want to see this woman again. She's like talking about Kelly. She's yeah. like, I never want to see was, this woman again. And she she's was like, ready to leave the show right then and there. Oh, I know. She was ready to walk off. Have you ever seen that video where like Kelly Dodd is like waiting to go into like an Orange Theory? Yes. And like, <laughs> and, like, and, like uh Heather is standing in front of the Orange Theory talking to someone, and Kelly's like, I can't go in there. Oh, my God. Ugh. That starts at 1045. Heather Debro has been sitting there. I'm trying to avoid her at all costs, trying to get in my workout, and uh, she won't leave the area. Stop talking. I need to get my workout, and I don't want to run into you. Why is it Heather Debro standing outside there? Oh, my God. Um, I want Heather back so bad. I feel like she just brings, like, this class and elegance to the show and i get it like people didn't like the fancy pants thing they thought that she was being like too upper class they thought she was stick in the mud but like we need that after what we've been doing we saw elizabeth please yeah uh, i we saw the opposite of class if i ever have to see elizabeth vargas, vargas. on my vargas on my screen vargas. Yeah, i'm gonna just like ugh. she's like she's like one housewife that just like did not stick for me at all it just didn't make sense it didn't fit at all um what are we what's your thoughts on bronwyn like should she come back there's so so many people hate her online so much discourse over her i i really like i was i was rooting for her in the beginning but she just i was rooting for her she just really like dropped the ball for me and like here's my thing like obviously we've seen like sobriety being tackled like in Roni and like in other things, but like the way that she handled sobriety on camera was like really uncomfortable. Okay. To me, that was so real and raw and like putting my own sobriety journey aside from it. I thought it was amazing to watch. Like she really was on the, as a, Brittany Carwright once said, I'm on the brim of freaking out. I know, but like, I'm already on the brim of like freaking out. So like, why for me to, why did you not like all of this? She was on the brim. She I'm was on the brim of freaking out. Ryan Hale, right? Um, she really was on the fucking brim though. Like those are real true moments. And I thought that Bronwyn was the only thing last season that felt authentic until it didn't feel authentic, if that makes sense. Yes. Like, like that's, I, it got, it got yeah. to the point where sometimes it felt like she was I don't know. It, th- there was times where it felt real, and then there was times where it felt storyline-ish. And like, oh yeah. And then it, it I, I don't know how to describe it. It was like, I feel like Luann and like Leah and like other people have like managed to like navigate those waters better. But like, I mean, in a sense, like on camera better. Like I like I don't know. It, it just. I don't know. Me, I think that like it gave me weird energy, and then also her whole thing with like her husband, and then. But the one thing that I think would be interesting, and why I think she should come back, is that she's dating that girl, like that woman Fernanda or whatever, from like the yes. early seasons. 
Yeah, she was supposed to be a housewife. She was going to be the first lesbian housewife. And then Bravo was like, you know what? We're not ready for that. Yeah. So then she became a she became a friend of, like, there's even posters online. If you look, I think it's season seven, six or seven. And she's in, like, the main intro. And yeah. they just, like, completely edited her out, which is, like, homophobic. Oh, 100%. 100%. <laughs> for, yeah, for a network. Oh, my gosh. I just said 100% eight times in a row. Fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Zach, stop it. Cut it out. Oh, 100%. 100%. Um, but I, 100%. <laughs> wait, okay. So before but I mean, we wrap, I think that we have potential with this cast. I do too. Um, but before we wrap up our uh, little hot topic section, um, I do want to say that New Jersey just started filming yesterday. And oh, we God. have a new housewife friend of, we don't know what it's going to be yet. Um, a lot of people are saying that it's a friend of role, but as we know, there's friends of like there's women who film as a friend of, and then end up getting like a full-time slot. Like Claudia Jordan wasn't supposed to be a full-time housewife. Did you know that? Yeah, I did. And she was, she, she, she like, friend she, like, she, she became, like, no, she like, became, yeah, she became like full-time. And the thing that solidified her was that fight in Puerto Rico. So when she ate, Beady up. Beady up. You in your 40s. I am. You're like 20 years no, apart. No, we are not 20 years apart, yes. girl. <laughs> when you were my age, you had edges. I gotta be honest. Claudia is reading Nene like hooked on phonics. Okay, girl, bye. <laughs> Ramen noodle head. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we will see how New Jersey... Um, pans out uh if we have any filming tea i they need a new they need more than one person to fix this cast it's getting stale it's getting so stale and they're gonna if this girl ends up edited out like that realtor i'm gonna fucking i'm gonna be done done. no you're not scream you're not gonna be michelle oh (laughs) i know (laughs) bitch i'm lying but honestly i didn't watch the reunions for jersey i watched half of the first one i was over like i said last week i I can tell you what happened already. Yeah, it was. They, they need to. There's Twitter is so funny when they have like the memes of like Jennifer and Jackie figuring out that they have to go against like Marge and Teresa for a third season or fourth <laughs> season. <laughs> the they're memes like, are so funny. They're like, funny. they're like, someone throw a new bitch in here so we can go after her. <laughs> the new we, girl's name is like, Caroline. I hope they all don't even hate each other. Oh God, yeah, it's uh, Dolores's friend, right? Yeah, but see, I want Caroline Manzo. I know you don't want her, but listen, hear me out. I um, was listening to uh, Bravo Historians podcast with uh, Dave Quinn, and they were talking about Jersey, and he was like, they really should have Caroline back because think of like how it will like change the group like like the dynamics it's like it's really gonna do like a Teresa head-to-head it's really gonna put Dolores in a certain situation where Dolores is gonna have to like you know actually contribute something like more than just being uh, like the word of reason you know the voice and of hot reason. and being so hot so hot it's gonna like what are the relationships with Melissa like who's gonna like you know so I think like if you put Caroline Manso into that mix I know you don't like Caroline Manso but you have to admit that would be a good that would be very entertaining Mo no I'm not right I don't want to watch that like I think she's just I think it's dark the whole stuff with Dina's dark like it's just a lot my girl bye you say you hate (laughs) (laughs) you say you like so like over how Jersey is right now and I'm like there's literally a solution 
There's a solution. Listen, sometimes the solution is not bringing back someone that we've already seen. I think in most situations, it's nice to bring that person back that has ties to the group. But I think that Caroline is just too much. It's like this whole shit is fake as fuck, bitch. You watch your sister get beat up and like burglarized by your brother-in-law and you wrote a letter to have him removed from jail. Like that is just some low shit. That's some, like you're dirty. Dirty as hell. And I don't want to see you on my screen ever again. But you want Phaedra back. Yeah, clown. But you want oh, Phaedra back. Shut up. Then you Phaedra. can't. It's too dark. Caroline's too dark. I can't deal okay, with the darkness of it all. And then it's okay, like, but, but like, bring back Phaedra. Phaedra just alluded to something really fucked up. Uh, Caroline's thing actually happened. Like, Dina was actually physically assaulted. Candy didn't take nobody to that dungeon. Okay, think what you want, Mo. Think what you want. <laughs> Anyways, okay. let's wrap up this section and let's get into the Real Housewives of New York. We have a lot to talk about here. All right? Yes, so let's get into our New York recap. All right. Where do you have your clothes? Will you get them for me? Yeah. Please don't leave me in a van. Oh, with her. relax, I can't. bitch. No, honest. No, you, bitch. You want to call me a bitch? Are you crazy? Hurry up! They're gonna kill each other in a van. I'm not going. So I'm not going. Hurry, girls. Hurry. Leah's getting out the car. Is she serious? I'm not going oh, with her. Come on. No, nope, not going with her. Not going. You want me to take my car? Not going. You get me my, my car. Hey. I'm going home to see my grandmother. I'm not dealing with this. Sorry. She's such a loser. Well, I'm not... You want to go in my car? I'm not going with Heather. I don't want to talk to her. I don't want to see her. You She's go in my car. psycho. Wow. All right, guys. We are here with episode six of The Real Housewives of New York. And this episode was a lot for me. This was a lot. Oh, my God. This was like. It was, oh I, didn't, I didn't know where to turn. I was like, not this, not this, not this, not that, not here, not now. Woo! So, yeah, so we open up with where we left off, which was, as you guys know, it was like Lou and Ebony going head to head. There was a lot of miscommunication. Then Lou called Ebony angry. It was just a huge mess. Kicked, yes. uh, yeah. Kicked let's... Ebony out of her house. So Ebony is like, I'm like over this. Like, I'm going home. I'm going back to like Ramona's house. And, Sonia is the only one who is listening okay. and making sense in this whole scene. Literally, like, the only one that's listening and making sense. I also think that we went past Ebony last episode saying, this is trash, when you should be familiar. Like, that was a knock. That was a knockout statement. As she walked out with that, like, green-colored Birkin. But Lou was being trashed, and she should be familiar. No, Lou was being countess, like, I will, like, I will say, like, Rewatching it, was, it yeah. like Ooh. it was, it was it, more than Countess. Like it was, it was just straight up like white fragility. She said it, but like that was the best way to put it. But and then, then the, she, ugh. yeah, they Go all ahead. sat, they all sat down at the table. It was like Ramona and Luann, and like they sat down with like Victoria or whatever. And Lou was like, she said that she was the smartest one in the at the table. And I was like, Lou, she she never said that. That's where it was like all like getting. Yeah, well, Lou, what, Lou came back into that into that room and said again, she she was so angry. Like she just told you what was the issue of saying that a black woman is angry. Then you go into the next room once she leaves and call her angry again. Yeah, it, like it, and. 
her daughter has some sense. Was it her daughter or her niece that said, no, you say upset? Like, I, that's the issue. Oh, I didn't hear her say that. I know that Heather was, like, trying to explain it to Luann. Like, yeah. Heather had some misses this episode, but I, all in all, misses. all in all, I think that Heather's like heart was in the right place and was, and she was really putting an effort in like trying. Yeah. But um, Heather's issue this episode was that she was trying to explain Ebony's story for her and not sit back and listen. She was just yeah. trying to explain the role of a black person in America today. And she wasn't listening. It's like, I don't care how many black people you work for. You never walked in those shoes. So let a black woman talk. <laughs> like you don't need to explain that bro we'll, we'll get to we'll, we'll get to that one part where she was like i've lived with people who are living the black experience and they're like she's like oh i'd love to hear that who and she's like puff <laughs> beyonce <laughs> wait you know ebony works for puff she works for diddy she works really? for his revolt yeah she works for revolt like his i think it's his uh, tv channel i just said tv channel whatever it is ebony just keeps surprising me and surprising me um but then so Ebony gets to back to Ramona's house and she goes to Lou. And this is the part that I like didn't like in a sense where it's like Ebony like went in there and like knew that like, I'm sorry, like she called you angry, which is like the whole conversation after that where Ebony was talking to Luann and saying like, when you call me angry, this is what it means. It means like the angry black woman or whatever. But then she went to Leah and was just like, she called me an angry black woman. And Leah, of course, was like, oh, like, and then free, and, yeah. like, and, and like jumps on it. And I'm like, that's not, no, that's not what she said. It's not, it's not what she said, but it's what she implied. She, it's what she implied, but like it's definitely what she implied. So you also I mean, knew that, like you also knew that, like Leah was gonna like jump on that and then be like the you know woke, like you know. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, like, oh, I I got some things to say about woke Leah this episode. Okay, oh, God. thank God we've been waiting seven episodes for this. I'm fuming. <laughs> I was yelling at the TV like you stupid bitch. I was just so mad. She, we'll get into that. She she like really like bothered me um but so really put her foot in her mouth um they're like going back and forth between scenes it's like ebony is talking to leah uh heather is trying to tell like lou like what the whole situation was um but i do think in this instance like heather was making sense at this table i think later in the episode is when she started to yeah you know sound a little bit like the white savior but at this dinner i think she totally or at the after the dinner, she was totally making sense. She was totally making sense. She was so clear in what she was saying. And it was like hard for her to like, sometimes get the full thought out because like Lou, Lou cuts people off. And so does Ramona, you know, like all the time. And it's just like, Oh my God. And you have to like coddle them. Like the she Heather was acting like she had to coddle Lou in her own house. Like, no, baby, this is why you don't tell a black woman that. Like, she's a grown ass woman. Yeah, no, it was, it was too much. Um, but the rest of the girl, get back to Ramona's and Heather is like goes in and talks to like Leah and Ebony about everything. Um, that's I hated that. Like I hated that they get into a fight later. Cause it's like when she walked in, I was like, Oh, this little trio could be a thing. It could have been a thing. It could have been a thing, but you know who ruined that thing? Your girl. (laughs) She did. She did. did. And it was just really fucking annoying. I was like, Leah, like, you have no skin in this game and like what's going on with this. Like you, like, why are you so mad about this like podcast that had literally nothing to do with you? I understand. Like I understand like being irritated. I like, I understand being like, that's kind of shady. Like she was kind of like, 
that was a little shady. You know, like I would be like that yeah. with my friends if they were friends with someone and I was like, they talk shit about you on a podcast. Like, it's like weird. But the way she just guns for everything and like doesn't drop she has, it. She has a hard on for Heather and she it really came into a head this episode. <laughs> she was like, bitch, I'm going to fucking end you. And Wolf, that was it was tough to watch. She was like, you are not coming back in here. Okay, I'm trying to make a new empire of Roni, and you're coming in with like yeah. this like old, old old shit. Yeah. No. Oh my god! Did you also catch that Luann said something that was so fucking ignorant? She said, um, "Yeah, the way that Ebony said it, not intelligent, was a derogatory thing to say." Like what? What? But, but in in fairness, no. in fairness, I feel like Luann says der- Luann throws the word derogatory around a lot. It's just, uh, yeah, because she's never like lived a derogatory moment <laughs> moment in her life, like girl. Um, but yeah, so the girls get back, they're talking. Um, that's when Heather does the whole like, yeah, like I've been em- embraced with like black culture and like I've like worked <laughs> and, 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 and she was making it sound like she was like in the streets, like working and helping out, you know, and like she made it sound like she was Kim Kardashian, like prison reform, like she was in there. Like, girl, you were Jimmy's assistant. Eb- Ebony's like, Ebony's like, oh yeah, like I I'd love to know more about that. Like, what did you she's like, like I've I've been with like Beyonce and Puff, and I and I literally I think I like audibly like let out a cackle. I was like, not oh. this. Not that. I was like, babe. Everybody's like, yeah, but let's talk about like real black culture because that's the elite. Yeah, and then like, and then she started to backtrack. It was like, well, like the interns who like make nothing and like stuff like she that. She pulled that like, out of her. I was asshole. like, that does not. No, okay. If there's someone, if there's an intern around Beyonce, they are not like making. They're not. Petties. They're not. Yeah, they're not living in public housing. Like <laughs> she made it sound like. Come on, girl. Like yeah. Um, <laughs> we get this like cut. They're having this serious conversation that cuts to like Ramona and Sonia, like getting ready to cook in the kitchen. Ramona's wearing like, and this is like, you're right. Like Ramona is a little like raunchy. She has this like bikini apron and it's just like, <laughs> you just have to laugh at Ramona. I, I like the way. The same way that she, like, doesn't let Leah talks too much about getting fucked, Ramona just, like, implies everything to be sexual. Everything to be sexual. Everything. I I totally understand Leah's, like, Ramona does this, Ramona does that, Ramona does this and that. But, like, it's just, at this point, just, like, drop it. She hates this. You hate this. Let's, let's move on. Let's, like... Let the mouse go. Let the mouse Mouse go. go. Let the mouse go. Seriously. Really? Honestly? Let the mouse go. Is there anything you had your fun? Let it go. You Uh, had your fun. Let it go. Let it go. Um, but then so uh we go into like Heather tries to get the girls to talk. Uh so then they all go into a room. Ebony's like, I need to like a tequila first. Like, give me a drink and then we can have this conversation. Um, but they get into the room and Ebony is explaining the angry comment to Luann, which like at first it like was like taking like a minute for her to like really understand. I could not get it, but you know who was, who understood it before they even got in the room? Queen Sonia Morgan. Sonia Morgan was taking it in. She had lines that were just like profound. When she said the thing about like 
no one's going to turn the page for us as white women and move forward. Like, there's going to be some uncomfortable moments, and then we can turn that page forward. The burden's on us. We're white, privileged ladies. Nobody's turning the page and moving forward. We have to read the page, feel the pain, be a little bit awkward, and then we can turn some more pages. Like, I, everything she said this episode was just, like, aha moments. Like, and they were authentic. They were super authentic, and they were so yeah, spot on. You could see it in her face that she like heartfelt, and she was like, "Wow, like we've really, as white people, fucked up, and you know, hurt people of color for X amount of years. Now it's our time to listen." Like she never got defensive. No, no, not at all. I love and, Sonia. I love Sonia so much. You know what? It's so funny. I have always been backing Sonia. Sonia is my favorite. I've always said she's the MVP, and now all of a sudden. We, we two episodes in a row all of you guys are like sonia sonia i'm like you guys were calling for her to be fired like three episodes ago but anyways let's keep it moving i'm glad you guys have seen yeah. that our sonia is still a queen okay she's still always a been a queen she, her crown has like tilted a little bit but it's never fallen remember i that. do love never i do love that heather got everybody in this room and it's like she kind of had her producer hat on which mm-hmm. is something that roni needs roni needs like a bethany a heather like those kind of people that are going to bring everything together and not. And all these women are just too worried about what's going on in their own lives. And they're not worried about the television show at hand. Mm-hmm. And, and just, Heather come. Yeah. Heather coming in was kind of like, all right, guys, let's, uh, you know, let's talk this out. Let's get our ducks in a row. Let's like figure this out. Let's like, keep it moving, keep it moving. Um, but yeah. so Ebony really gives a very good description of like what the angry comment like really does to women of color, to black women, especially, you know? And um, I think Lou ended up did taking it on a little bit. Um, And here's something. I don't think Lou took in a single word that she said, but go. I mean, like (laughs) I said a little bit, I did not say. I don't even, I don't even think a little bit. I think Um, she had this look on her face. that was like, I'm going to like, I'm scared to get canceled, but go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Anyways, I, I don't know why. I, okay, I love Lou, but I don't know why I'm defending her as hard as I have been. But anyways. Yeah, I can't uh, defend her anymore. I do no, love her. I do love her. I think that she means well. I think she cares about, <laughs> she cares about herself. Heather said it so well when it was like, Luann's ego is bigger than this room. And like, Yeah, she what did she say? Yeah, room. it's like the ego. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's like... But I did understand, like, okay, in my opinion, I've with, and like, I feel like Lou's probably the same way. Now, nah, I'm not saying like me, but like, um, where it's hard to get someone like that to apologize. So, like, usually it's like a little bit harder to get Lou to like say sorry, you know? And, I deal with so many people who it's like really hard to get them to say sorry when we both were kind of like, contributing to the fight okay everything after the angry comment i don't think ebony should have apologized for at all like nothing but after that i do think that when lou was like i'd hope you extend that to me as well the first part where like ebony was like ebony did not mean like ebony should have said something along the lines like i'm sorry you took it like i did wasn't saying i'm smarter than you i wasn't saying this i'm saying like this resume was because I, Why okay. is it her job to like coddle someone's ego though? Why is it her job to be like, I'm sorry that you think that I said you were smarter than me? Because if like, I'm no, like, if I'm in an argument with someone and I say like, and someone like, and, and I offended someone and I got someone upset, 
but they got me upset as well. Like I would hope that they would say like, I'm sorry you got upset as well. Like everything after the anger comment, like I was not like, I don't think the Ebony but then, like, to apologize for. If she but, apologized, it looked like she'd be apologizing for the entire situation. Whereas as a black woman, she's probably apologized. No, I said that she could have apologized life. about that beginning but even comment. If, because, but even like, that, it would look like she apologized for the whole thing. And you know, it'd be like, okay, well, and I don't think she was sorry. She needed to be sorry for the beginning comment. She said she is the most intelligent person there. She was like saying it off like, I am the smartest one here and I'm not offended, just backing her friend up. So yeah, I don't think she had any, I don't think she had any reason to apologize. Even I, if guess like it, the thing. I guess it like, okay, so like I have friends who have gone to this school and this school and they have this degree and this degree and I don't have that much education as they do. And I would kind of feel like, I, but I, ah. I, I can run, I can run shit. I am just as able to do so. I mean, I'm sure like, you like if someone said that to me i would feel like kind of like irritated like i'd be like what the fuck like i i also can contribute just as much as you can contribute yeah you have like more on paper but guess what like i know like tons of people that had more on paper than me and i was the one that was like employed and running shit during like the quarantine and everything Right. But that's when you have to look at yourself and your own ego and be like, you know what? They weren't talking about me in this situation. They were using that as a point of reference and saying, I am very educated. And she never said she was, she just said, I'm educated and I don't see what Leah says as an issue. And then they, then that's when she said, well, I'm the most educated actually. If you you want to get into Yeah. I mean, I knew what Ebony was saying, but I don't think Lou understood what she was saying. And I think Ebony could have just once more like dotted the I and said, Lou, I respect you. And this is what I meant. But technically I do have more education than you do, but it wasn't to demean you. I, guess I love when, um, I mean, I love when Luann was saying like how she was upset too. And Sonia just looked at her and said, now tell us why you were upset. Like, <laughs> like you're wrong. You have no reason to be upset. So Sonia's look on her face was just like, now, now please tell us why you were upset because we know who should be upset in the situation. Exactly. I just uh, thought the entire time it was so uncomfortable. Like it was very uncomfortable. Like I like, took a back like looking at it and i was like this is fucking weird yo like, it is this is like it is them sitting in a room it was just uncomfortable it made me feel like oh this is not this isn't good and that's good. that's why i want us to get over this hump of like we're right now like it's like bravo took so long to diversify its shows and right. now we have to watch which a lot of like it, it is kind of a reflection of this time you know like it is. to watch like a lot of like education, like a lot of people having to step back and listen and understand where these, that these people of color have lived different experiences than white people. Right. And it's just in a it's, world where this is like, where races, where racial issues are coming to a head, be a Sonia Morgan people and do not be a Luan or Sutton, please. No, 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 no. Um, but I did think it was so funny when, uh, Ebony was like, I was like, Leah was up there calling all of you guys hoes and you didn't call her angry once. And then Ramona goes, well, she, she was going through a lot. Her grandma's dying. And she's like, so is mine. <laughs> oh my God. Or when Luanne was and it just shows, off. it just shows that like, none of them listened to her. None you know of what I'm saying? Like, like my eyes rolled back so much. Also when, uh, Luann was like, well, uh, I don't think she was calling me. I thought she was calling the rest of you. And Leah's like, no, yeah, I was calling you. I was calling. <laughs> it, was, it was, it was all of you. It was everyone. It was everyone. It was the, all parties involved. 
Um, but Ebony and Lou like make up, they embrace, they like hug it out. Uh, and then we also get like this beautiful moment between Ebony and Sonia where Ebony is just like saying like, you are like, I know you're not hearing it from your girlfriends, but like, I'm here to tell you like, you're a queen, you're an icon, you're like amazing. Like you deserve happiness. You deserve like all of this. And it was like a beautiful, like raw moment. Like I really loved it. You could tell that Sonia like really took it in too and was just like, no one tells me that, you know? Yeah. And I think that like Sonia being so like understanding and listening to Ebony's point of view and like where she's come from made Ebony look like, wow, this woman is, she's no bullshit. She's not bullshitting this. She truly is a loving person. Mm -hmm. And even though she might get drunk and be messy, there's a lot of hurt behind that. And I want to help fix it, which I think what she does later in the episode is so beautiful. I really love this moment. I love this friendship that's blossomed. I love I'm it. With it. And I'm also Me obsessed too. with Ebony's new confessional look. I, I think it's oh cute. Oh my God, obsessed. Like the Gucci bomber <laughs> is just sick as fuck. I think the hair, she's never looked better. The hair is so good. The minimal makeup with the light eyeshadow. I was gagged. I was gagged. Yes. Like, I loved it. I love that. Um, I also loved Leah's new confessional, the pink with the, uh, like, one earring. I thought that was, she looked beautiful. It's definitely, better, she's it's definitely better than the other uh, pink <laughs> that she has going on. Um, and then Heather walks into um, the bedroom with Leah and Ebony, and she goes, I think that went well. And they're like, yeah, it went well. And Ebony and uh, Heather goes, yeah, you're very articulate. And then, like, she, like, it's, like, oh, thanks. And she, like, walks out. And everybody's, like, yeah, that was a microaggression. And which it totally was. But I think it was more along the lines of, like, Heather going, like, this group that I have to hang out with, I'm usually the most articulate person in the room. And I'm not right. used to dealing with, like, other people I who just, can, like. I don't think she out. just understood. She just didn't understand where she was coming from. And I, I think if. Maybe later on in the next episode, I think we get a preview of it. I hope, I think she will actually take it well if Ebony's like, hey, listen, this is why that's not okay. Right, yeah. Heather seems like a person who will listen and be like, yeah, totally. Um, but so then we get like the morning. Uh, Ramona starts uh, talking and self-reflecting and says that she needs to educate herself. We get a confessional, which I think is just all like smoke and mirrors. Um, I don't know. I thought it was kind of a little bit authentic. I was thinking of like Ramona at night being you like. You thought Luann's wasn't authentic, oh, no. but you think Ramona's is yeah. authentic? Because you know what? Ramona used terrible verbiage when she said, imagine if I was hanging out with a bunch of black chicks and I was the only white chick. It's like, you know, that just sounds re weird, but like in her Ramona is um, Ramona way. Like, I think she really like maybe lay down in bed and thought about it and was like, Sam, that would be kind of fucked up if I was the only person that lived in this situation and no one else lived in my situation. And Hmm, no maybe one's I listening should. to what I like go through or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Which, yeah. I, I truly think she like sat down and like thought about it. And then in her little weird Ramonaisms that were probably a little bit uh not right, she like she came up with that. And I think that Lou is just full of fucking shit. No, Luann doesn't care about no one but her fucking self. Remember when her kids sued her? Like she <laughs> <laughs> when they sued her, she tried to sell the house. Uh, trying to sell their own home. I know. I just, I just, I just love Luann. I'm sorry. I love um, her too, but I can't be an apologist any longer. No, I, I know, I know. Um, and I agree. I agree. But anyways, um, so then Ebony calls her friend who's a matchmaker and she's like, I've got this friend, Sonia. I want to match. Like, I want you to match her up with someone. Like, give me like the best, like, 
bachelors in New York City. And I'm excited for this. I hope this like gets like shown more. You know, I don't think they would just throw that out and not show like what's gonna happen with that. And I, I think, think there's like fun. there's photos of them in Philly going her and Sonia. So oh, I really? Think they do, yeah, I remember like um, it was like right around the time of filming that uh, like a bunch of the leaks came out, and there was one of the photos of them. So people don't know if it was like a cast trip. Like, why are they in Philly? But I think that it was this matchmaking thing, which I'm excited about. That was so fucking nice of Ebony. I think, I I, again, I'm, like, obsessed with this, like, new friendship. Like, Love it. These are my two favorites on the season so far, Sonia and Ebony. Same. I agree. Um, but so the, the girls are getting ready to go fishing. Uh, Leah is, like, I don't know what Leah's wearing. Okay. I know, oh, like, my God. I literally wrote in my notes, what the fuck is this bitch wearing? Like, she is having Mo. I feel sorry for you because, like, you stand her. I understand what it is. I understand what it's like when you stay in a housewife and they are having a rough season where it's like it, she's it's just, having a terrible season. It's just like <laughs> it's a tough, tough, tough look. But Sonia goes, "It's Leah." I never ask if Leah's a, like dressed appropriately for an event. She's dressed as Leah. <laughs> she said, "What are we going to London? Like, what is this?" She's it like, was like, "Are you really?" Looking- <laughs> <laughs> it's like this weird super plaid weird. harem pants with like a leather jacket and i don't know it was fucking ugly uh, but, but it was. uh lou mentions that they're going to be having like this like 70s like pageant party which like remember like a couple episodes back where like the episode opened up with like luann twirling a baton and we were like where the oh. fuck did she get this and like why on earth is she twirling a baton and it's it was for this i guess Oh my god! I didn't even that didn't even click to me. You're brilliant. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, <laughs> but anyways, yeah. So the girls are like getting ready to go out fishing. The girls are all putting on waders, except for Lou and uh, Leah. And I would be with Lou and Leah. I wouldn't be doing that. I wouldn't be fishing. No. Maybe after the first time, because, you know, I'm, like, a hiker now. I'm everything. I'm, like, really outdoorsy. Yeah, I would, try, I, would, <laughs> I would try it once, and then I'd be, like, twice? Fuck no. No. I, I wouldn't be into this at all. Um, no. <laughs> I just love Like, I just... Sonia was my favorite part of this episode. She's, like, talking to the fisherman guy. She's, like, I'm a Sagittarius. I can get, catch a fish. I can catch a fish or something <laughs> like that. And then she's, like, if I knew this man better, I'd tell him I could catch a dick, too. <laughs> I was living for her, and she was, like, actually trying with him, too. She's like, you know what? I'm going to learn how to fucking fish. She was really into it. I was, like, she was, like, really leading into this whole, like, fisherman Sonia kind of thing. You know, she was giving She was cosplaying as a fisherman, for sure. (laughs) And I love how Ebony, like, Ebony hasn't even known Sonia that long, but she's already, like, this girl loves, like, the, like, dad bods, doesn't she? And, like, they're like, what's a dad bod? And she's like, so, like, a man with a little bit of a belly, you know? And I'm not like... Not Ramona not knowing what a dad bod is. Ramona was just so confused by it. I, I love the dad bod, too, Sonia. So it's, a, it's all good in the head. <laughs> I love the, just know that Zach is out there looking for your father. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> As you speak, your daddy has grinder downloaded. <laughs> Shut up. Just know that when you're at dinner with your father and you hear that, that was me. (laughs) Sacks hole coming in. (laughs) (laughs) I got. I'm banned from Grinder. Are you really? Yeah, I've been banned for like two and a half years. Can't you just like make a new? 
No, I've tried. It's like my IP address. So it's like I can never, die, like, again, for my phone, even if I get brand new phones and stuff. Oh, wow. But yeah, I did. That's, it's like that's kind of like not know. surprising me at all. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get into it. It was, um, you know, it was BS before sobriety. Uh, <laughs> there is like, there is like, like, you know how there's like BC and AD? Yeah. <laughs> it's like BS and AS. Yes. Before sobriety. It's like before sobriety, after sobriety. Like, those are two different modes. Like, I was going to say BM, like, before mo, but that just sounds like bowel movements. I'm not going to say that. Yeah, let's, let's stick with BS. <laughs> I like BS before sobriety. So, BS, I was doing some fucked up things on Grindr. Like, Mo's <laughs> like, <laughs> Mo's like, I'm sex negative. <laughs> what is it? I'm sobriety negative and BS positive. I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying to do Leah's stupid ass tagline. I can't even think of it. I I'm alcohol it. negative and anal positive. No. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my uh, but yeah. So then they all sit down for this, this cute little uh, picnic. It's like such a cute little setup. Um, and the ladies start talking about the election and Ebony's having an election party at her place, which I just think is like, this should be interesting. But this Remember like the, uh, the election a few, like four years ago when 2016, uh, when Carol was like having the election party and she wouldn't shut up about it. And all the other women were like, no. and Bethany's like, Bethany's like, you have to stop. You, you have to stop talking about it. It's like, just like, Trump, 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 and like, uh, um, like all this like stuff, and I'm going like, Ooh. Ooh. eek. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> why are we still doing the little? <laughs> I'm nostalgic for Grinder. <laughs> uh, you, you miss it, don't you, <laughs> girl? Tom, that was some of the best thing of my life. Uh, but so this is where I started to just like wanna throw my tv was leah starts talking about her disgust with politics and how she doesn't know if she will vote listen i have a disgust with politics too i don't like how it's ended up like how different sides are like so extreme like you know like clearly there's one that's a little bit different than the other um but like Mm -hmm. at the same time sweetie we live in a two-party system no matter what. Like, someone's right. going to become the president no matter what. If you vote or if you don't vote, someone's still going to become the president. So just, like, buckle up. Like, do I don't what you got to do. She doesn't have the comprehension to know that her privilege as a white woman, she doesn't, it doesn't matter for her if they vote or not because either mm-hmm. way, she's going to be fine. She's a white woman living in America. She will be fine if either party votes and her privilege is she's a white so. rich woman living woman in America. In America. Like, yeah. It's like you want to be this woke warrior, but then you're doing something that is so anti fucking woke or like anti the movement that we're all trying to go towards, which is like a better unified world because you're still living in your white privilege. Like she fucking lost me in this shit. I was fuming at the team. And, and it was annoying when she like said that and then immediately felt like she was going to be judged by like Heather. And, and she knew like, it was yelled wrong. At Heather. Like she knew it was wrong. It was like so annoying. And Heather was like, I Heather wasn't going to yell at you. I was going to ask you a fucking question. You weirdo. Yeah, you Heather know? was like, okay, you bitch. Like, come on. Why are Leah's you like, here? okay. What she reminded me of later in the episode too is you know that Spider-Man meme where it's just Spider-Man pointing at each other? Yeah. That's what she was that's what it reminded me of. She's like yelling at Heather for being a Karen, but like you're acting like the Karen. You're, it was literally, you are it was literally acting meme. like the Karen. It's like super weird. Um You're literally saying, like, oh, I don't have to vote. Like, shut the fuck up. 
asshole. I, I, I was like, do, do we know if she voted or not, or if she? I don't think. So. I don't think. I don't, I don't think, think she Obama did. Voted. I don't think, think she did. Um, but uh, so then we like leave the beach. We get back to the house and the girls are getting ready for like their little like talent things and like Ramona in a ball gown with a towel on her head. She wore that to a reunion. She wore that to the reunion that she fell asleep in. Did she really? Do you remember? Yeah, that was the same reunion dress that she fell asleep in. No way. Yep, it was. Roll the tape. Roll footage. Roll roll footage. (laughs) Roll footage. I know. I'm going to look it up and post it on the story. But I was cackling. I thought that was so funny. But then uh, Leah's getting her, like, glam done, and she gets a phone call from her mom, and she just starts crying. It's, like, about her grandmother. And I'm, like, once again, I'm just asking, why haven't you left yet? I understand if there's maybe one more, like, day left, and they're like, okay, you have to film here. Like, production's like, no, you can't leave. Because if she leaves, surely what the fuck's going to happen on this TV show? But I don't know. It's like, I can understand that. Like, you're there for work. You have to, there's a commitment. Your grandma is vegetable stage at this point. There's a lot of other family members there. So you can get in your last goodbyes and still make your work obligations, which I think makes sense. But like, what if like her grandma like died like that night? Then she ain't seeing her grandma. Like, <laughs> Mo. <laughs> Mo. Oh my God. I would be like, I would be disgusted with myself dead. if I stayed for like a reality TV show and did not see like my grandmother like one more time before she passed. Well, Even I if mean, she's also, in a vegetable stage, like my grandma like was like right. not I speaking. Mean, if until- yeah, I, I feel like if her mom is giving her like her mom and her sister seem to be giving her like up to the minute updates, and you know, the Hamptons in New Jersey is not that far away from each other. It's not like her grandma's out in like California. So I mean. I get that her mom's probably like, listen, you can do one more day there and then you have to come home because she's probably going to go tomorrow. And we don't know. Maybe she's on hospice. Maybe she's on life support. Maybe they're giving her something and they have the call when to pull the plug because her mom did say like, well, she's not really living right now. Maybe it was their call, you know? Maybe she was on like an oxygen machine and they have that call. So who knows? Either way, like I think that she wanted to make her commitment to work and I would feel like shit as well. But I'm glad that she's staying. Are we? In, I, mean, I mean, I mean, yeah, we got a good little feud, even though it was yeah. like, ridiculous. But uh, I hate that Heather. I hate that Heather leaves after the next like episode. I me think. too. Like, I know this could have ever- been something. Stay, holla, mama. Holla, mama. Hey, mama. Um, hey, mama. <laughs> hey, mama. Um, <laughs> uh, so then we get Ebony is like uh, goes and tells like Leah. Oop, girl, you there? Oh yeah, sorry. Hold on. <laughs> I'm back. Sorry, we just had <laughs> technical difficulties. Most screen just went completely black. We're like <laughs> zooming right now. It just went completely black, and I didn't hear anything. And I'm like, "Is she there?" I'm like, "Miss Keisha." I'm like, "Miss Keisha, Miss Keisha." <laughs> oh my god, not she's fucking dead. <laughs> she fucking dead. Me and Leah's grandma. No, that's fucked up. <laughs> no, <Mo! laughs> just kidding. That was out of pocket. Out of pocket. pocket. That, um, that bitch should have voted. Maybe I wouldn't have said nothing. Oh my gosh. Oh my oh gosh. God. Oh my gosh. I did not just hear that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but so Ebony goes and tells Leah that like, hey, Heather came into the room and she was like super like irritated that you weren't going to vote. And I'm like, uh, and then but during the pot, I was kind of living for it. I what like it kind of felt weird that like Ebony was like, it was almost like Ebony was like, I'm on your side. I hate that this bitch is talking shit about you. But at the same time, I'm a black woman in America. Yeah. Vote. 
Like, yeah, it was exactly. like, I'm not team Heather, I'm team you, but at the same time, I'm team Heather. That's what that, like, felt like. It, but it also felt, like, real as fuck. Like, I'm your friend, and I know that what you're doing is wrong, but I'm your friend more than this lady's friend, but also vote, bitch. Ye- vote, bitch. Like, please. Oh. But, uh, uh, vote! God damn it. Um, but I do love this friendship. I do feel like Ebony rides for Leah the same amount that Leah rides for Ebony, and we haven't seen that in a long time. And uh, Bravo friendship, there's always a little bit of give and take with... Uh, one side and i do think that they're this is an equal friendship and i'm excited yeah. to see where it goes and i think that they're still super close to date so yeah, i'm are. excited about this but so then she's like yeah she like was like irritated about that and then leah just like sky oh goes like goes off. crazy and i was just like girl you are you, you you're testing me you're testing me you're leah testing me. you are testing me okay. This I lived for though, because I lived for the drama of it all. I lived for getting. I lived for the drama of it all. Yeah. What did I just didn't like the context behind the drama. I was like, okay, you can't yell at her for making a true statement that you need to vote. Like if she was talking shit any other way, then okay. But like I did love that she called her right the fuck out immediately. She's like, I and I loved. I was living for how Heather was just like standing and like Heather was just like Heather is just like that's why I kind of like I'm like how did this turn where like Heather like left because it seemed like Heather was like really strong like taking it head on and like laughing at her she's like you're ridiculous and then it it completely comes full circle and she's like do you like do you even care right now what does she even say that she's like "Mm, not really do you understand what I'm saying not really literally <laughs> and then it's like oh, that it's, it was very much like that really moment it was like not really. not really and like um heather was just like laughing like it was giving me everything have you ever argued with someone and they're like just look at you laughing the entire time it makes you want to punch them in the fucking me. face so bad me yeah have, ah! have i ever told you that story the one time no. was like, <laughs> quick story time everyone there is this one time so i'm from me and mo are from cleveland but mo's been living in new york for a couple of years um a long time actually uh yeah. but so the around christmas time we get like the christmas sales but they're like the great lakes christmas sales and those have like a way higher alcohol content like if you drink like two or three of those like you're like pretty sloshed like you're not just like yeah it's not like a like a buzz and so like i like had like three of them at this bar and like we were with like our group of friends and like there's this guy and he was making his rounds around the table just like hitting on each of my friends you know like and and where yeah and then he finally got to like my friend amanda and he's like you know like hitting on her and i like adore amanda and i didn't know if she was like uncomfortable or not and i'm like three sheets to the wind off of these christmas sales so i start reading this dude like for filth like to hell and back like in the most like like condescending way like in a calm way like not like you're disgusting you're this i'm like ew oh my gosh like you're literally so disgusting you're like a peg like you know like (laughs) And then I like told him he looked like he worked at Aeropostale or something like that. And uh, then he, he got, he got so upset with me. This man was wearing like this like weird puffer vest that really looked like it was from Aeropostale. He gets so upset with me and he like talked about, like it was almost like a housewives moment where he's like kind of like Sutton. It was like, oh, yeah, yeah. it was like, it was like, he looked, he was about to cry. He was like this grown man. It was like, he's so fucking mean. And I was like <laughs> sitting there. <laughs> With, like, my legs crossed. They had to push him out of the bar. And it was just, everyone still talks about it to this day. And it's so funny because now, like, 
my sister's dating like one of his like friends or something. <laughs> it's just so oh, no, not their apostle. I don't Oscar. think they're friends. I think that no, I think they like actually don't like each other, but like they're like acquaintances or something like that. I don't know, but super funny. But yeah, that's yes, it is like I was very much the Heather Thompson in that situation where I was just like laughing at him and he was just getting more mad and mad. That's um, just like you, that's when you win the fight though. You win the any argument where you're cool, calm, and collected, and the other person, Leo said, You look like a fucking psycho. And it's like, No, babe, no, you look like a baby, fucking psycho. Baby, you have a slit in your neck and you're wearing a prom <laughs> dress and you look like Carrie from fucking 1973 and you look like a psycho. Like you literally, literally. look like a witch and a psycho. Um, so then they go into the van and like, Leah's in the van and Heather walks in and she's like, I don't leave me alone with fucking Heather. And Heather's like, shut the fuck up, bitch. You know, like, she's just like, can you be an adult yeah, for like two it. fucking seconds? Like, just sit down. Then like Leah picks the, up the flowers, throws them at Heather and we get this to be continued thing. And it's just she's like, like she like, gets up in Heather's face. But don't call me a fucking bitch. You crazy. I love, Heather's I love like, when Lou, Lou was like, we got to go. They're killing each other in the van. <laughs> <laughs> and then Ebony runs out like, Leah's leaving. Like, Go pee with your grandma, girl. I, I was like, you need to go, babe. Heather was just so you need calm to and collected. She's standing in that van after Leah threw the flowers and walked living. out. She, was, she had a smirk on her face. Not I was really. Living. I know. She, you can tell that Heather was like, <laughs> I, that's why I don't understand why Heather left. Because I was like, bitch, you were clearly winning. You were like, you were the one yeah. who was like leading the charge. So I don't know. But anyways, I'm excited for next week's episode. Next week's episode looks good. I just also want us to get out of the fucking Hamptons. When are we going to get out of the fucking Hamptons? We've been here for five episodes. But honestly, like anybody who was in New York, I got COVID in November and it was, COVID was really bad here in November. That's the election time. Like everything was shut down. Like they can't really film much in the city. And even going into someone's apartment, going into someone's apartment, so many fucking people are there. It's not like a Beverly Hills house where you can just go in and it's just the people help like hustle to that house in New York. It's like, it's dormant. There's people outside. There's people that live in the building, you know, much more yeah. precautions. So, but, but uh, with that said, get me the fuck out, get of, me the out of the fucking Hamptons now. <laughs> Let's go back get me out of Ramona's fucking house. I don't want to be here anymore. Please, It's like <laughs> big brother Brony edition. Literally. All right. Now that I'd watch. <laughs> All right, so that is our Roni recap. Stay tuned for Beverly Hills. They tickle me. They're dangling. Sometimes they move and tickle. That's why I sneeze. How many people had their nose done here? When people go, well, what work have you had done? That's an okay question if I can ask you the same. And if you look bad, I'm going to give you a couple of numbers. I had my nose done when I was 41. Never had a nose job. I know wonders can be done with makeup, and I see that Dory does a lot of contouring, but I know that most people here think she's lying. All right, so we are here back with our Real Housewives of Beverly Hills recap for this episode. I believe this is episode four, right? Four. Yeah, four. Yeah, four. I'm enjoying I'm enjoying this season. I'm enjoying myself watching it. I, you're enjoying yourself watching it? Mm-hmm. 
Is that why? <laughs> why did that sound so weird? It's like you're enjoying. I don't know. I said what I said. I'm enjoying myself watching it. Okay, all right. Anyways, I, it's late. We're recording this episode really late. I have a sinus infection. I'm just like, what? I'm like delirious. It's 90 degrees in New York. My computer has gone out. Oh my gosh, Thank you guys yeah. for bearing with us. <laughs> yeah, it's like super hot. So, <laughs> um, so we're still in Tahoe. Uh, we open up the morning after at the house. And we open up with like Garcelle and Rena. Why are those two always stuck? Always like, stuck together. Together. Like they are always the ones that are like the first ones up, the first ones that are waiting for everybody. And I'm like, poor fucking Garcelle. Like she doesn't oh. even want to be like sitting next to this. Garcelle. 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 Wait, how <laughs> do I do that? That was my favorite moment last season. You know me better than that, Garcelle. Come on, you know me better than that, Garcelle. Come on, you know me better than that. Garcelle. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Wait, do it again. Garcelle. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to hear it one more time. Um, so they're discussing, like, the Sutton of it all, like, what happened with Sutton, why she went all, like, crazy, and why she went off the rails. And it's kind of funny. They're like, someone go check on her. Like, I don't want it to be me, though. You know? Like, right. Uh, like, she was, like, kind of, like, off the rails, like, last night, which, like... She was She was off. She was on one, for sure. Listen, listen. Listen, everybody. Sutton is. <laughs> We're listening. <laughs> Sutton. <laughs> Shut up, Mo. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> Sutton is a kooky character who is just like dramatic as fuck, not making sense. She kind of gives me a little bit of like, uh, not super much like this, but her meltdowns, especially, give me Taylor Armstrong. Like, Okay. You know how like Taylor's meltdowns just always kind of like seemed like they were out of the blue and she would always be crying and like it was like Oh my god, Taylor's like, were so bad though. I want was, do you remember when they were like on vacation and like was it like Veil or something that she's like, I wanna go home. Oh, and she's like in the suitcase. Taylor is in a suitcase. I mean go home. She's starting to go crazy. I feel like I'm what? breaking. You you are. Oh. You're having a nervous breakdown. In the suitcase. Oh my god. Do you remember when they were fighting at Camille's Malibu house? It's like where the cat meme is from. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, she's like, you don't know it. Basically. Oh. Good grief. Um, but I, I posted like a TikTok on our um TikTok page where I was kind of saying, like, hey, like I know that Sutton is like, you know making some mistakes right now, but I still like stand her as like a reality TV star or whatever. And I stand her as well, and I like, think that she owned up for her mistake. Go ahead with the comments. Yeah, they people were in the, yeah, people in the comments were, like, not nice about it. And I was like, listen, you guys are going to, like, ruin Housewives. You guys are like, I am not watching these shows to watch, like, obviously, like, there, there's a line. Like, there's definitely a line. There's but, a line. There's a line. But there is a line. But it's, like, out there, okay? Like, they have to do some really, like, fucked up shit, okay? Like, what Sutton did in the last episode is not fireable it's not to fucked me. up and she said sorry for it and i don't think that she came off 
like bad. She didn't come off bad. I don't think she meant wrong. I think if Crystal, just, if like, Crystal isn't still bad. talking, if Crystal isn't still talking about it, then you shouldn't either. Crystal's talking about the practical joke now. She ain't even talking about like she's just th- saying that Sutton's fucking weird and crazy and she can't trust her. Right. She, we we moved past the whole issue of tell me you're that girl. You're tell that me girl you're that girl. girl. Yeah. Like we, I think we're we've moved past that. But at, anyways, I, I just think that Sutton is just something that we haven't seen on Beverly Hills in such a long time, which is unhinged. Yes. Very unhinged. You know I what I'm, saying? I, I'm here. I will say that at the end of the episode, I left this episode very fucking team Sutton. And we'll get into that. I, uh, yeah. have, I have a bone to pick with Miss Lion King. <laughs> <laughs> Not Miss Lion King. Miss Akuta Matata. <laughs> <laughs> Miss There Is No Word. <laughs> Miss Crystal Nala. <laughs> Okay, I hate us. Anyways, uh, but so uh, Rita goes in in to check on Sutton. Sutton is rolling her face with one of those like rollers. It's the Nurse nurse Jamie Jade Roller. We've seen it a lot in the outside franchise. She's just like, if I I roll this off my face, I won't cry. But I I feel like I'm gonna cry. You can cry, like you can cry. She's like, no, I've cried a lot. And then like, Rena's so fucking evil. She's like, come on, cry. Cry." She's like, are you gonna cry? Are you gonna cry about it? I said, no, I'm rolling my face. I'm not gonna cry. She's like, I'm rolling my face, and and, and, like she just keeps like Rena's like having a serious conversation. Sutton is just rolling away on her face. It's like every, she'll put it down, and then every time something uncomfortable comes up, rolls again. The roll comes out. Sutton's about to cry. Is a star. Give that roller a diamond next season. A hundred percent center diamond, bitch. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So then Kyle like comes in, and Kyle's like, "You were being like irrational, though." And Sutton's response was so funny. She's like, "Irrational." Let me just put that in the other list of names that I've been called because I have a list. And she She literally has her notes out. This is what I'm talking about, guys. Like unhinged, unhinged. unhinged. A, a plus reality TV. I was obsessed with this moment. Yeah, like she, she, and then Red is like, if I like this part made me cackle. She's like, if I had a list for every name that I've been called, I've been called wanker. It's like cuts to like <laughs> Ken Todd. She's like, she's a wanker. That <laughs> killed me. Killed me. She say, I, I've been called. I think she said bitch, and it goes to Eden Sassoon, who no one remembers. And she's like, I gave you my heart, my soul, my everything, you bitch. You bitch. I just met you, bitch. Like, what are you like, talking about? She's like, you're so weird. That was a that was an unhinged woman, Eden Sassoon. Eden Sassoon. Not I think that's the last time we saw someone like that unhinged. Well, I guess Camille was like Camille. Was no, like, don't talk about my Camille grammar. She's hinged. She's a little unhinged. Are you? Yeah, Mo, are you serious? She ripped her dress I, off at the reunion in like season eight. Okay, they were all coming for her. One of my favorite like underrated Camille moments is when she stands up. I think they're in Las Vegas. After that's the point, Yolanda, which is iconic. She goes, "I can stand for this, but I, I can handle this, but I will not stand for this." And she just gets up. <laughs> she gets up, looks at Brandy again, and I, I can stand for this. Or I will not stand for this. Is and that the same? Out. Is that the same dinner where like they're where uh, Adrian Maloof was like? Oh, someone's crying. Is no, that, that was another dinner. dinner. Another one where Brandy's <laughs> like, don't say that she's crying, you bitch. <laughs> um, but anyways, so then uh, Garcelle and Crystal have like a little sit down over lattes and Crystal kind of like tells Garcelle the whole like, 
color. The first time that we've seen two women of color on Beverly Hills in a solo scene together, like that our main cast member is not just Garcelle and like one her of friends. her friends. Yeah. Yeah. It's like two main housewives of color sitting. See, this is in the dynamic changes and Bravo needs to do this more often. You don't just throw one woman of color on a casting ball. White women expect change. Like you have to add. You got to give them allies who are like also holding. Allies. Yeah. Who are also, who are also holding not the there to be like. Stuff. The side character, like give people of color main roles on your show, Bravo. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Make it happen. Uh huh. Uh huh. Let's get it. Let's get it together. And you, but you want to know something that I love about Crystal, which makes me really excited, and it also like makes me think that she's going to be on the show for a while. Is, I think she's been as a longtime housewife as well. I, but um, is that she? And I've seen this on Twitter too. Uh, there's a lot of other people who think this is that she gives major Heather Debro vibes. She knows how to irk you. She knows how to, like, twist your buttons and, like, kind of, like, make you feel like you're crazy. Like, you know, like, how Heather would, like, make people feel... Shannon Bedore, especially, when she's... Shannon, we're done. Please leave. We're done. We're done. Please leave. My children are sleeping. Please leave. Heather knew how to make people feel like they were insane. Heather has a history of trying to make her friends think they're crazy. You guys will all see the truth. We'll all see the truth. Stop it! Terry, do you think we need to call an ambulance? Why? What's happening? Because I think she's having a psychotic break. She's like, she's having a mental break. Terry, should we call an ambulance? (laughs) Oh my God, do you remember that Heather scene where... They pretended that their daughter had called them about something on the phone. She's like, oh, she just called. Like, we have to go. And Terry's like, what? And Vicky's like, nobody fucking called her. And she's like, we have to go. It's an emergency at home. We have to go. <laughs> Heather was Heather was a little unhinged, too, but I lived for it. I love, She was very, like, put together unhinged. Yeah. Like, she was like, you know, behind the scenes, she goes home and she fucking screams on the top of her lungs and, like, throws China at the wall and is like, oh! and then, like, <laughs> then makes a straight face and looks in the mirror and is like, I'm beautiful. <laughs> you guys should have just, just seen what I just saw. You guys should have seen most cheeks flap when he did that. Mm, she looks at her that. China. She looks at her China and goes, But anyways, so then the girls are getting ready to go on this boat. Uh, Rena is wearing like a highlighter yellow with her jacket with like her name on it. Kyle's got a cute little Balenciaga look going on. Uh, there's a lot going on, but then they're on the boat. Garcelle asks uh, Erica about like Tom and it's like, and again, like this, like foreshadowing, like so much. It's just an eeriness. Every time we talk about Tom, like before. Oh my God. She said, we spoke this morning. Yeah. She's like, he just loves to do what he does. You know, he's on like a law firm. He loves to do it. She said, honey, that's a hustler. Like, girl, what? He's a criminal. I also, we didn't get too many like Kathy moments this episode. It was very Kathy light. I I did not like that, but the Kathy moments that we got were like funny. Like, I just thought it was funny that she was like going up against that seagull. Like, everyone was like running away and she was like standing at it, like, like, like giving it like kind of like this like intense like stand down. It was like so funny to me. I was like, Kathy versus the seagull. When um, they were talking, Kathy and Dari were just in the back taking uh, selfies. (laughs) (laughs) um so sutton's on edge the entire time erica's like are you okay yeah i love that dorit looked at her first and was like 
say something. <laughs> She's like, I've but, been that's here with her. Like she, it not, does pop off. Um, so, so I was just sitting there looking like she was ready to have a fucking mental breakdown. And I, well, I was obsessed with the color of her glasses. Those oh yeah, those big, were like, cute. Pale blue Gucci sunglasses. But she underneath that, you know, that bitch was a mess. Poor thing. But so she has a talk with Crystal. This is where I was getting the major Heather Dubro vibes. Like this is where I was getting like, Okay, she was like doing the little me. laughs, like she was like doing yeah, the little like yeah. laughs. She was like kind of calling her crazy. She was kind of like, you know, getting her. This to me was up. giving me major like gaslighting, which I guess is kind of had through bro, but it was like it was mean. Like this woman's clearly down. She told you maybe a night ago that she had a father who committed suicide, and then you're gonna go and like try to like gaslight and bait her and say that she has mental health issues. She was like, I'm no doctor, but like, you're giving me manic. You're giving me like erratic. You're crazy. You're crazy. Like, and then, and then Sutton's like, come on, be nice. And then she takes the roller out. She's yeah, like, be nice. She has the roller on the fucking boat. I literally screamed. She's like, be nice. I, I, where did that roller come from? It was in the pocket of her fucking big ass coat or something. I just think it's so funny. Like, um, when Sutton, like, when she's like arguing with these women, she's like, it's almost like she's like yelling at them. Like, like they're kids. She's like, be nice. That was not very nice. Be nice. I, be nice. I don't think Crystal was being nice though, but I no, also think she Crystal, wasn't. she's not the girl to fuck with. I think that she's not the one. And I don't know. I just thought it was mean spirited. It felt, it felt like kicking a, what's that expression? Kicking a dog. Kicking, when it's a, down. kicking a dog when it's down. I think. Yeah, yeah, she did. She kicked that dog and stomped on it. And it oh, was <laughs> yeah, she, awesome. Crystal was not being very nice, uh, but the, she was very entertaining. <laughs> but then Sutton, very Sutton blaming it on her house. That, that was bullshit. Come on, I thought that was weird. But then again, uh, like, then again, I will say this, okay? My mom, like, tends to be irrational, like Sutton. Love my And mom. your mom has moved once? And my mom has moved with me her fair share of times and that woman got manic when we were moving okay like she gets okay. she's like attacking everybody she's crying all the time we're moving and she's like just moved out of my house and you guys my kids are being so mean to me and i'm like oh my gosh like calm down Zai. Zai, calm down okay <laughs> <laughs> okay okay i can see it i can see it so i kind of understood where she was coming from it's like not it doesn't make sense but it happens. It, it really, it, it's like, I think it's like the stress of moving. Like it's stressful moving out of like a, like a, regu- like a, a regular house, but it's like, can you, I can't even imagine moving out of like a mansion, like or out of like a big house with like all that shit. It's given me very much champagne problems, very champagne problems, but like that's too much shit. I don't want to deal with that. I would. Yeah. You know, I'm sitting in like a two by four closet in New York City <laughs> that I call a bedroom. I think I'm good on too much shit. The fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I would be very stressed too if I was moving out of a mansion. That's <laughs> not <I'm> right. <laughs> um, but so then the girls are getting ready for dinner. Sutton's wearing her like couture, like little dress with like those fucking slippers. Those Vetmont snickers or um, slippers. So fucking bad. And I literally, like, wanted to, like, die when Kyle was, like, when she, like, ran away from the table. And they're, like, what do you guys do? What are you doing, Kyle? And she's, like, my stitches itch, like, in my nose. Like, I was, like, oh, that is so disgusting. 
so disgusting, but I want to know what it feels like. I want to know chops. I mean, Ew, why? Why do you want to know what that feels like? But then Uh-oh. they ask who's all gotten a nose job, and Dorit's like, oh, I've never gotten a nose job. And everyone looked at her like, they all looked at like her head like popped off her head. They all were like, they were like, no, girl, you're like lying. And then the producers show that old picture of her side by side. Oh my god, so shady! The way I screamed, I screamed. (laughs) They're like, Dorit was playing two truths and a lie again. Guys, why don't we play this game where we say two truths and one lie? They're like, no, but that's a lie. (laughs) That's the lie. We gotta play two truths. And a lie. I've had a nose job, I've had a nose job, and I've had a nose job. Which one's a lie? Which one's a lie? Um, yeah, that was, I was like, girl, you are not telling the truth. Um, but Crystal did not come to dinner. Okay, like, this is where Crystal lost me again. Show the <laughs> fuck up. Show up to work, girl. Don't like, don't fucking bait someone and try to egg them on and give them a little gaslighting and then you don't show up because you look like the coward lost. It's also your first trip as a housewife. I, that's where she's losing me there because I don't like it because is she going to do this again in the future? I hope when not. When she gets hard? Because what did she say earlier? She's like, oh, this isn't like, oh, Bruno Garcel was like, it's going to come to a head. And she's like, this isn't the head. No, this isn't the head. Have you watched this show? The re- um, like, this is- you, got, you still got the reunion, babe. Like, yeah, you know- you're yeah, sit next to Andy under those hot lights, girl. We're gonna Seriously. come for you. Um, but sudden sigh of relief when they said that Chris still wasn't <laughs> coming to dinner. Just the light came back to her eyes. Uh, but then this part just I was just so what on earth are we talking about when we were talking about the Denise stuff again? And well, okay. Rena Rena goes yeah. into this like that analogy if you guys thought that jackie goldschneider's analogy was like insensitive and like wrong like lisa rinna was just like hold my fucking like martini like what this like, was like i like, literally like audibly gasped i was like what are you like not you bringing up sexual assault and trying to like say that that's the same thing she was like harry thing. hamlin is this great person who wouldn't visit his old friend who raped someone and that's why i wouldn't like it was the same thing as me like not defending denise because i couldn't defend her i was like when they when they pan to carousel's confessional and she goes yeah that's a story you shouldn't tell again <laughs> yeah i was i was like please no. don't ever say that don't ever say that again and they, i have everybody's face the face is like mm. her and that nose job were like girl what everyone's face we, everyone's jaw was like on the floor they were like yeah no that's just uncomfortable it's like why would you even say that it, it, I, I hated that whole moment. They need like, to let the mouse go, and they need to let Denise go. Let yeah, her go. Let her go. Let's drop that it. woman is on the bold and the beautiful seven nights a week or seven days a week, and she's living her life. Let her the fuck go. Let's drop it. Drop um, it. But so uh, then the girls start like having fun. They start playing like little games and stuff. Uh, there's constant foreshadowing of fucking Tom and Erica. Yeah, Erica, Erica says said like, it's all smoke and mirrors. Like woof. I was like, girl, what is, you know, but then we get this cute little like Rena and Sutton in the pool and like their performance was actually kind of cute. It, it was, was so good. Was I think that's really, really hard. Uh, Rena also kept calling back to some like actors I've never heard of. It's kind of reminded me of like, you know, when RuPaul's Drag Race, when they say that Ru doesn't get any of like the new lingo or like people's like funny, witty things from like this generation and Ru will always call back to like things from the 60s. And it's just like, that's what it reminded me of. It's like, what the, who the fuck is this actress? And why do you keep falling back there? Like, any new age fans of the show are going to know that. Who, but you know what? 
people should go back into their history and learn those pop culture references because those also help shape the pop culture references of today. But sometimes but, they're so obscure that you're like, hey, I don't know. Listen, I'm the I'm going to be that person. Like when I'm old, like I'm going to be that person. Like I'm going to be oh that one God, who's right. like, do you know who Olivia Rodrigo is? I'm going to be like this. Listen, I'm going to be like this. Listen, do you know who Willa Ford was? An icon. Oh, God. An icon. <laughs> icon legend. Um, but anyways, Crystal finally emerges and she starts talking to Kyle and she's like, Sutton walked in on me. I was like naked. I had to like cover my body, which like makes me like wonder if like, like the her like reaction to someone like walking in on her like naked like that where she was like shaking and crying like makes me think that there's something like deep rooted there yeah it does but it also just came at a weird time like why didn't you bring this up before like i don't know but also it's like if it made her feel uncomfortable it made her feel uncomfortable you yeah, know you can't take that away it's, from her you can't take that away from her in that experience but it just it felt like came up at a weird time and it also felt like to me, what I saw was not taken away from what she said that she felt, but it kind of gave of like her eyes opened up and she's like, well, I finally am on this show. I'm on the first fight of this show. She's friends with Teddy. She's friends with Kathy. She's friends with like, she knows what the show is and the monster that the press and stuff becomes. I think she was in her head a lot. She seems like yeah. she was just very much like, oh, fuck, this just became real. I'm not going to dinner. Like now it's a whole thing. And then you start to think of like, what's being said behind my back how is this show going to be filmed it's a lot of i think factors yeah which is so funny that you said the teddy thing because i was like i saw a picture of her and teddy on like twitter or something and someone was like stay away from her and i'm like get a job i'm like i'm like you guys know that teddy was the one who actually brought crystal on like it wasn't Kathy. Like they used Kathy like as like her, but like Teddy was the one who was like nominating yeah. Crystal to be a housewife. I think she did friends. like last season too. Yeah, not even just this season. So it's like, um, give Teddy some credit. My ten, my friend calls me a Teddy Sam. I'm like, I'm in no way, shape, or form a Teddy Sam. She's just not as bad as you people put her out to be. No, I'm the same way. I'm like, I'm not a. Was Teddy she Stan making now. people eat nothing but lentils and calling it a job? Yeah. But oh my like, gosh, I saw the funniest. Teddy, like all in meme. I'm gonna have to find that because it killed me. It, I, I, it was like oh, I forget what it was, but it was so fucking funny and it made me die. But anyways, uh, the next morning, the girls are getting ready to go. Crystal and Sutton have like a little talk, and then that's when like Crystal's like starts crying, and she's like, "Sutton, like you made me feel really uncomfortable," and okay, it was this- creepy and weird. I don't know. I just felt like it was like the way that she was portraying it was just like. I don't know, as like a woman, and if it really made you feel uncomfortable, like maybe have that conversation with her off camera. It's like you made her, you're making her look like she's a, some kind of fucking pervert. It's horrible. Just, I don't yeah. know. It was really horrible. Also, um, when Sutton came in the room, she said, Oh, look, you look all dolled up. And she was like really stark. It was like, well, I don't feel like that. And I kind of read um, Crystal for exactly who she is in that moment. I'm like, You know, you just, you're like all dressed up, wearing a jumpsuit, your face is beat. Like, take the compliment or like, don't be a shady ass. Like that little moment gave me a lot of insight into her personality. Which is very Heather Dubrow. Very, very, very Heather Dubrow. Very Heather Dubrow. Um, but so then it like, we get like one of those cold, like just, it's like black. And then it's like, when I tell four you four days later, whoo, bitch, the chills from my toes to like my booty came up and I was like, Oh God, here it is. Here it is. So the girls get, 
a text. Only some of the girls, though. I think it was only Kyle, Rena, and Dorit. Do you think that, okay, back to, I, we're going to get a lot of hate for this, for all, all this Teddy talk. Do you think Teddy was also on that text if she, like, texted it to, like, I think so. Five? I think, I think so. so, too. I watched the episode with my sister, and immediately I was like, oh, my God, like, that definitely was, like, um, the text that they have. I'm sure it's called, like, the fourth sock. But so Erica sends this text to the girls and says, ladies, I truly consider you my close friends, and this is why I'm reaching out to tell you that I filed for divorce this morning. Thank you for supporting me. This will be tough. And I was like, oh, chilling. Ooh. Chilling. Bone chilling. I think, so this is my theory. I think she got home. And Tom said, listen, this shit's about to hit the press. Um, you, we have to file. You have, you cannot be impl- implemented to me in any sh- way, shape, or form. I think she was bombarded. I think she knew he was shady. I don't think she knew the extent of it. And I think he's like, the other times is going to come out with this review. I'm going to be sued. Like, shit's really going to hit the fan. You have to file now. And yeah. she was probably like, oh, my fucking God. I think she would have, like she said later in the season, I think she was going to hold that man's hand until he died. Not her, he died. <laughs> but I think she was literally by, taken by shock. Renna was like, right. this is Erica. She had to do it this way. This is yeah. Erica. We didn't know. Um, we didn't know. But yeah, so we'll have to see what happens next week, guys. We got no promo. No. Oh, I didn't even notice that. I was like so ready and eager to film. I didn't notice there wasn't a promo. No promo. Ooh, so chilling. we'll see. Chilling. Is she going to mention it all? Will there be... Orphans and widows. Orphans and widows. Is there going to be a Ponzi scheme? We will see. They called it. They called it a Ponzi scheme. Ponzi scheme. I, I swear we that. say that. I sw- we say orphans and widows and Ponzi scheme like every episode. Once an episode, literally. But I'm excited. I'm excited to see this Ponzi scheme play out. Me too. That's our Beverly Hills allegedly. recap. Allegedly. 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 <laughs> now why I gotta say allegedly? Uh, that is our Beverly Hills recap, guys. Thank you. And that is episode seven of It's About Bravo. Uh, thank you guys us. so much. Yes, Thanks thank for dealing you. with our sound issues, our technical issues. Uh, we're going to have this down back. We, got, we really we appreciate got it. We're going to have on more guests in the future, so stay tuned for that. Um, also, thank you so much. Our last week's episode was one of our highest downloaded episodes thus far, and it just yeah, really and like was encouraging. The day we released, it's like the, we released them on Thursdays, and that day just skyrocketed to like so many downloads, like more than we've had on like the day of release. Single so day. it all... Yeah, it means all of you guys are listening, and thank you so much. We really appreciate it because we're having a lot of fun doing this, and you know we don't have any expectations, but we're glad you guys are listening. We're here. We're here on this journey. We're taking it day by day, and it's been very, very fun. I love uh, interacting with you guys on social media. Mo does as well. Like it's just been like mm-hmm. super fun. Uh, remember to follow us on all social media platforms: Twitter, Instagram, TikTok about underscore bravo and also don't forget to uh tell your friends about the podcast like rate and review you can listen to us on apple Podcasts, spotify anywhere that you listen and stream make sure you leave a fun little review let us leave know what some you reviews. think we need some Please. we need some reviews yes, um, we have one <laughs> but yes so thank you guys for listening and we will see you next week thank you